Welcome, everybody, to a micro episode of Why Did I Like It? Now, I'm the Nefarious Mike A. Sims, and those of you who know me, and actually those of you who don't, you should know this, because somebody who knows me should have told you. I love trailers. And I mean movie trailers more than anything. I don't mean trailers that you hitch to the back of a wagon, although they seem like they might be fun as well. Point is, I love movie trailers. I also realize that as I'm recording this right now, it's 12, 13, 2022, which means that Christmas is in 12 days. Oh my goodness, the 12 days of Christmas. Because uh, 12 plus 13 is 25. You guys know how math works, or some of you do. If you don't, we just calculate it in your phone. I know they said back in the day that if you didn't learn math, you'd be lost because there would never be calculators in your pocket. They're all liars. I found my old teacher who told me that. Unfortunately, she passed away, but I went to her grave and I said it to her over and over again. I kicked over her tombstone and I left. Anyway, so... Instead of watching an entire movie for this very quick micro episode, I decided to do something that just popped up in my head. It was like, boop, and it was up there. Actually, I don't know if you can do one of those like idea things, but I'm going to have my um, overlord. Can you throw away an idea thing in there? I had an idea, and I decided I'm going to watch a trailer from a movie I saw as a kid, because I don't remember a lot of the trailers when I was younger. I started loving them around like the 2000s when they would be on like Yahoo movies or whatever it was, and I could like look at them. Uh, for hours at a time. Legitimately, is what I did. I'm going to look at the trailer for the original Home Alone. I don't remember what year this came out, though. I want to say 91. That's not right. And if anybody's listening to this that knows that offhand, they're like, hmm, 91. This guy with his 91 out here. You. Uh, the original Home Alone, because I think the second one came out. You know what? I'm going to have to do some research, guys. The original Home Alone came out in... Drum roll, please. Brian, put a drum roll in. 1990 was the original Home Alone movie. Anybody had 1990 on their bingo cards? Why are you playing bingo? Go do something. So November 16, 1990, directed by Christopher Columbus. Box office of $476.7 million. That's insane. That's crazy. Also showing how inflation works. The Rocks movie Black Adam just came out and did $200 million, I believe, or something around there. And they're calling it a disappointment. The world and time is a horrifying thing. So we're going to watch the original trailer for Home Alone uh, on YouTube, of course. Let's go. Let's see. Wow. The chaos of this opening scene has always been just they're running around the house. It's just poor planning, I feel like. Also, I know it's been asked a few times, but seriously, that house is insane. Also, whimsical music. I love whimsical music in the background. Oh, no. What are we doing? We got to get there. It's going to take some time. Did we make it? Probably not. Ah, oh, ah, oh. You can stop doing it now. So it's basically just like that voiceover guy. Kevin McAllister was a kid who didn't like his family. His family were just terrible people. Now, when this horrible little boy, who's clearly a sociopath, and this family who ignored this little boy, decide to go on a vacation without him, Kevin will be home alone. McCulloch Culkin was an adorable little boy. And you can see the appeal. He's a very cool, laid back, older man now who loves the legacy of this movie, which is cool. But I mean, he was surrounded with some heavy hitters, you know, Catherine O'Hara or Catherine O'Hara, sorry, who's amazing in Schitt's Creek. Joe Pesci, legend, of course. Unfortunately, the father from uh, Home Alone did pass away. And I can't, oh, Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern, who's always also a great comedic actor from uh, City Slickers. This trailer is just them getting abused. Oh, John Candy was in this movie. I always forget that. He's in a polka band. 
Because I think John Candy thought the word polka was funny. I don't know why. I feel like when I watched him on other things, he would say polka. He's a home security system. No, he's a little sociopath. He put a tarantula. Like, this little boy could have easily just called the police. He could have he could have went to a neighbor's house. He could have done because he's lived in his neighborhood. So he must know the neighbors. Instead, he's like, I'm home alone. So I must kill these intruders. And it ends on a joke. You're home alone, says a random person at a department store. I'm eight years old. You think I'd be home alone? He should look directly in the camera when he did that. Wow. Makes me want to watch the movie, I'm not going to lie to you. Even though it's just a bunch of like slapstick comedy, a little boy being snarky to adults, and then a mother running through an airport. But that is the movie. <laughs> it's like, there's, no, there's nothing else to it. It's not like, oh, wait a minute. We have to add something else to this. You know what I'm about to do? Let's get a twofer. Because I, of honestly, why am I saying honestly like I'm lying to you? I love Home Alone Lost in New York. Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. I feel like there's more happening in that one. There's like Duncan's toy chest and everything, but I don't remember seeing a trailer for it because it came out in 1992, which means I would have been, oh, no, I need to calculate it. The phone's out of my pocket. Oh, you were right. You clever girl, use. You must have seen this coming from miles away. You knew someday I'd be doing a podcast with a fraternity brother who's a producer and I'd be looking at a 1990s kids movie about a sociopathic little boy who gets lost in the city of dreams. The one that Jay-Z was rapping about, that Alicia Keys sang about. And I'd be trying to do the math about how old I was when this movie came out. And my parents dragged me to a theater and probably some Buick. And I'd be wondering and I'd look around and I'd think I have a calculator in my pocket because of my telephone. Telephone. Because my cell phone. And you knew that I wouldn't. I'm going to also need you to put some nefarious music behind that, Brian, to make it as sinister as possible. Almost like it's a, a, a big solve at the end of like a movie or something. Anyway, so Home Alone, Lost in New York, 1992. It's Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. This micro episode has already gone long and is just as me ending as a regular episode. The following preview has been approved for all audiences. You know, that thing in front of, here you go. Let's, here we go. Who wants some knowledge? Come on, baby birds. Come on. Big Eagle Mike. Big Eagle! All right, Big Eagle. That one was really loud. Brian's going to be real bad at that one. Big Eagle has some information. Did you guys know that the green in front, like that the trailers, they'll say, they'll say like the following preview has been approved for all audiences. They're called green band trailers. Those trailers have no sex, no cursing, and very limited violence, but no real bloodshed. Then there's red band trailers. They were very rare back in the day. Now they're a little bit more prominent before horror movies. And they have all of that stuff in it. And it's okay. You used to be able to only find them like online or like on home VHSs of like radar movies sometimes or like, you know, in more adult fare. But for the most part now, you can just go. There's usually a red band and a green band trailer. The first red band trailer that I saw was actually The Hangover. And I was way older when I saw that. So it was not like I was a kid. I was like in my 20s. Uh, great movie, by the way. Only the first one. There's no other hangovers, only the first one. Mike, get back on track, please. It's a micro episode for a reason. It's already gone like eight minutes. All right, so now we're going to watch the trailer for Home Alone 2 Lost in New York, which is crazy because I don't know where the first Home Alone takes place, and I'm sure I can just look it up. Oh, they do a sing-song thing, Deck the Halls with Mar- Oh, nope, can't sing that. They're doing like that thing where they have the words to a song on the screen, and they have the bouncing Home Alone logo going to each word to tell you which one to sing, and they repurpose the Christmas medley, which is Deck the Halls, obviously. And it's just more slapstick. This one's way more violent because it was like an empty house or, or empty apartment building that Kevin was trapping these poor criminals in and just abusing them with stapling guns and tool sheds and wax. And I think they, they saw bricks at their faces at one point. Yep. They, he blows them up straight up. This kid is a, this kid is a, he's out of control. 
Okay, he's okay. He's clearly an, he's a genius because he's an engineer. He's making these things, but also he's a menace. If that is unchecked, he's gonna be the and he's lighting them on fire. The criminals are trying to climb down this rope, and he lights it on fire. How was this a kids' movie? What? Okay, I've already done the rant about watching rated R movies when we were younger and having our parents like have no problems with us seeing like mass amounts of bloodshed. But there's also a part of me that has to like point out the fact that in the 90s, never mind the fact that like, you know, we love karate and all that kind of stuff, but like the mob or like criminals were always trying to murder children. I don't mean like hurt or beat up or like ransom. Like this movie called Baby's Day Out was about three mafia men trying to kill a baby. I forgot why. Uh, this movie called Blank Check was about these three mafia men trying to kill a kid because they gave him a blank check and the kid cashed it for a million dollars and bought a bunch of stuff. Like they were trying to just murk children in the 90s and our parents were never like oh i wonder if this is safe for those kids to watch I, okay I, there's this retroactive uh belief that parents in the 90s and you know 2000s were like a lot stricter on us i want to say no because 95 percent of the time when school was done we were just left to our own devices i don't know where our parents were my cousins and i have this discussion all the time like i, I don't know what they were doing I am constantly up under my son. I know all my, my my cousins and siblings and my friends who have kids, they're always up under their kids, but our parents were not this involved. Also, I feel like, I don't know who was regulating TV at the time, but it was like prime time started at, I think, eight o'clock where you could have more adults fair and everything like that. So you'd have like the after school specials, but nobody who's 13, 12, whatever years old is going to bed at eight o'clock, nine o'clock. This just wasn't happening. So they were like, all right, well, parents know it's prime time. So we're going to put on Mad About You or Friends where they just talk about sex endlessly. Good luck. Hope your kids aren't awake, but they probably are because it's the 90s and you don't care what they do. And the 2000s was no better because it was it was just as out of hand. I think if I'm being honest, I feel like our parents just assumed that we would do the right thing. And I, there was no pretense for that to ever be the case. I I don't even, I don't know where this this blind trust came from our parents. Like, oh, they'll be OK. <laughs> Maybe they just didn't care. And we didn't realize. And they were just like, ah, whatever. It is what it is. I mean, there's only so much you can do as kids. So we had Kevin McAllister setting booby traps, not only setting booby traps, but showing us how to set the booby traps through each movie. As you just saw in the trailer, well, you didn't see it because you weren't watching it. As I just saw in the trailer, you guys missed out. Nah, 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 boo-boo. Kevin is like putting together these, these death traps. You know what? You know what? You know what? Speaking, okay. I'm going to assume that I'm sure somebody probably made this joke already. I'm going to assume that Kevin McAllister eventually grew up and changed his name to whatever the person's name is and saw and just started doing that. Like he just had this like bloodlust to make it happen. He puts it under the guise of morality because he's like, oh, I am playing this game so that someone learns to achieve their life goals without wasting it. And you will be the next one. So you must play this game to win in order to appreciate your life. And you're like, Kevin McAllister? No, it's not me. Okay, so it's Kevin McAllister. So you warded off those criminals, and now you think you can just torture us all? I made $470 million at the box office. I could do whatever I want. But that's what I'm going to start saying. I'm going to actually show my son, well, when he's old enough to know that cartoon violence is, was, was okay in the 90s. I'm going to show him Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. Then I'm going to show him Saw when he's older and be like, that's the same person. I guarantee he'll be like, well, yeah, that checks out. because That's a psychopath. There's no way he wasn't going to become that when he got older. Anyway... 
I'm about to go watch Home Alone and Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. And my watch, I mean, ignore it while the TV's on in the background and I work on other things. Hopefully you've enjoyed this micro episode. You know the drill. Follow me at Mike A. Sims on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us at People's Media Network on Instagram. Follow the producer, Fall Weather, at F-V-L-L Weather, W-E-A-T-H-E-R, because he's ridiculous. You, however, have been fantastic. I love you very much. And I will see you on the flip side of humanity. Why did I like Home Alone was the name of this episode. I realize I said at the end, it's too late now. Moving on. <laughs>